We're recording on a momentous day. The day that Drake's giant penis went live. That's right. I mean... It's Degrassi-related content. It is, and I'm so glad that it happened on the day we got to cover a Jimmy-specific episode. For real. Uh, I didn't think about it when we saw the clip earlier today. Me and then when we were... <laughs> watching the show it's like oh right <laughs> this guy is packing <laughs> no wonder the nurse is so interested in him yeah <laughs> <laughs> she had to take his pants off one time and was like oh wow <laughs> all right i'm gonna pay attention to this kid <laughs> hello hello and welcome to one of our recap episodes where we go absolutely cuckoo bananas watching degrassi the next generation from beginning to end I'm your host, Keely Bell, and join me every other week with Ezra Parter as we watch these characters do whatever it takes and make it through. Welcome back to Cuckoo Bananas! Exclamation point of Degrassi Colon the Next Generation podcast. podcast. I'm your host, Keely Bell, and I am joined by... Hello, my name is Ezra Parter, and I am here as well. Yes, and I am... Keely, a self-proclaimed Degrassi expert, and this is my boyfriend, Ezra, who knows nothing about Drake's penis. <laughs> okay, we, we, that's an excellent place to start because we do need to discuss. Where were you when you saw Drake's penis? This couch. You showed it to me. I know. I, <laughs> I, I, wanted, I've, I wanted to. Where were you? I was on this couch and my writing group showed it to me. <laughs> well, they didn't show it to me. They talked about it. And my toxic trait is... If there's a celebrity nude, I'm gonna find it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know it's unethical. I know it's bad. And if and it depends on the celebrity really. Like if I'm if I feel like this person like was like really beat up about these nudes getting out, I don't mm. I, don't, I don't look for it. But uh Dylan Sprouse, you bet your ass I was looking at that shit the second it came out. Mm-hmm. Every single one of Vanessa Hudgens nudes like I I've no, I know I've seen them. Yeah. Uh, and this one was, oh, Noah Centineo. I, that's one I didn't see. I should show it to you. I don't you. know who he is. So. It's okay. So the thing is like women's nudes leaks are usually like selfies. Great. Oh yeah. <laughs> they're <laughs> selfies. They're like mirror photos, mm-hmm. right? Ma- male nudes leaks are rarely ever just still pictures. Right. They're oftentimes videos and it's worse. <laughs> so like the, the D- Dylan Sprouse is a, is a, it's an outlier because his was pictures. Okay. His was pictures and they were good. They were good pictures. Um, this is Cody or Zach? Zach. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but it was when they were, when they got hot. So. Sure. <laughs> 18 is the joke I will make. Yes. Okay. And then <laughs> Noah Centineo, if the listener knows, the listener knows, that one is crazy. Was it got like a mushroom? Or? First of all, it's just it's the penis isn't really part of it oh it's the the fact so this whole thing is a snapchat story so it's like a bunch of videos of him that he has sent to one girl that she then like leaked like an like an awful person that's so not cool but like literally he's like dirty talking her in these videos while he's like walking around in public (laughs) it is so cringe and so like it mm. definitely gave a lot of people the ick for him. Oh wow! And then my favorite, okay, is Tyler Posey from Teen Wolf. Sure, don't know who that is. He has a jerking off video where he is jerking off and he's like slapping his dick. Oh no! Um, but that was pop culture corner with Keely, and th- today we we got to indoct- 
not indoctrinate. I feel indoctrinated. <laughs> What's the word? Indict. No. What are you trying to say? <laughs> What's the word? Like when you For what? when you like crown a princess. Oh. C- coronate. No. Yeah. Yeah. Coronate. We got to coronate. <laughs> we got to coronate. We got to put a little crown on Jake's giant penis, and the word is not coronate. Well, it's indoctrinate, right? No. <laughs> what I don't know what word you're trying to say. Okay. You said is it's. Is I'm it, trying to like, say what, coronate, and I was what like, what okay, do you say? Say that. What do you say when you're when you bring someone into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh, induct. Yeah. <laughs> yes yes that's the word so we inducted drake into the penis hall of fame yeah into the celeb nudes oh i'm sorry Uh, the the proper like allegory to rock and roll hall of fame would be the cock and ball hall of fame (laughs) (laughs) inducting drake into the cock and ball hall of fame (laughs) we're starting off strong tonight people um (laughs) but other than that we actually do have like a few things to catch the listener up on yeah. Um. So they already knew you were having t- car troubles last this time. This wasn't we the only leak of the week. Yeah, Drake's nudes were not the only leak of the week. <laughs> leak of the week sounds. <laughs> you didn't watch. I Glee. do a report every week on my <laughs> leak of the week. <laughs> and let me tell you, it's almost always a root vegetable. <laughs> I thought you were gonna make a pee joke. I know. I was. Uh, that was the setup, and then I, the punchline was not doing it. Did you? You didn't watch Glee, but did you know that Glee did Gleek of the Week? No, I didn't. So, like on MySpace, I believe mm-hmm. you would like post a post on the Glee page and be like, "I love Glee," and I then they would be the Gleek of the Week, and then they take your picture and put it up after every episode. Oh like, wow! The Gleek of the Week it, this week is this person. <laughs> um, yeah, so leak of the week made me think of that. Yeah, but um, our leak of the week is our ceiling fan. Yes, <laughs> it's and raining like crazy in Los Angeles, folks. Yeah, if you didn't know, California or Southern California is going through a major, major storm right mm-hmm. now. Flash flooding warning is a national is a is a statewide crisis. Yes. Um, and it happens to be flash flooding in our bed. Yes. <laughs> and not in the way you like. No. <laughs> yeah. The other night we got ready to go to bed and then we went into the bedroom and there were two big, big wet splotches. Yeah. And two we were like, puddles. what? And we look up and it was dripping, drip, dripping from the ceiling. And there's like literally water in the ceiling fan light bulb. Yeah. How the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So we it's this kind of light bulb that you have to like screw in and out. And I'm like, I, I don't want to put a drill in it. It's yeah. Gonna, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I, mean, I do know what to do. I have to take it out eventually, but <laughs> not right now. So we've been sleeping in the living room. We mm-hmm. tried the air mattress with both of us one night. <laughs> Did not work. We didn't get a wink of sleep. The problem is just that every movement moves. Like when I slept in this air mattress by myself, I've been like, this air mattress rocks. Mm-hmm. And then with another person, it's like, no, this air mattress rocks you because it's, <laughs> it's every mo- motion of the other person is a huge deal. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so then last night you slept on the couch and I slept on the air mattress. Yeah, but I had had coffee ice cream, so I didn't fall asleep till like 4 a.m. <sighs> Boy. Uh, it's so funny how like as soon as I moved in, we've been forced to sleep apart for so many (laughs) nights. Like when we went to Mexico and they gave us two beds instead of one. Yeah, that was terrible. And now this. (laughs) But, um, uh, yeah. And then we also started watching 
some really fun British thrillers on mm-hmm. Netflix. The Harbin Col- no, the Harlan Coben collection on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, they're so fun. We true recommendation. Yeah. We've watched three of them now. I recommend it with my whole Drake's penis. Yeah. <laughs> All sixteen inches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, okay that's kind of all we needed to update them on huh? yeah i think so yeah very serious problem with our home and a tv show we like yeah (laughs) (laughs) well that's kind of been all we've been able to do since the storm that's true i had to miss rehearsal Mm -hmm. you i had a show but it was and it was good yeah you know yeah that was a week ago at this point yeah um yeah so we have to talk about what happened on Degrassi today. Yeah, we do. Today we watched Degrassi, The Next Generation, Season 4, Episodes 14 and 15, Secret. Uh, and I told you, this was a pretty iconic episode. And yeah. now do you understand why? I do. Uh, yeah. I do. Yeah. Do you remember your prediction? No, do you? I think I do. I had told you that it was Emma and Jay. Mm-hmm. And that it was something that the show has yet to tackle. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I have no idea. You, I think your prediction was that um, Emma was going to finally get help about the shooting, mm-hmm. about her emotions regarding the shooting, oh, yeah. and that Jay was going to be there, and he, we were going to find out some more humanizing aspects of him. Yeah, turns out other way around. <laughs> it turns out, <laughs> turns out the way that Emma got, uh, uh, got sought help after the shooting was um by putting someone's dick in her mouth yeah and <laughs> honestly same girl <laughs> I, I feel that oh okay i understand that being traumatized and then giving a blowjob yeah you we've all done it yeah it's true <laughs> it's true but i i think i've given more traumatized hand jobs than i've given traumatized blowjobs oh okay but yeah, in- intense episode. First thoughts? Um, just I don't know. I I wouldn't say I didn't like this episode. So I, you know, we'll get to f- detailed feelings later. But my first thoughts are like it's just a series of stupid decisions. I, I don't know, hmm. which I guess happens. But yeah, I I think we're saying it's relatable a moment ago. But I, I don't know how relatable the J aspect of it is. Okay. Like I get that that's like your opportunity guy. You know, if Mm -hmm. you're like, I just want to, you know, suck some dick. Like (laughs) J's is around. Yeah. But also like J's. I don't know. You've clearly never been a girl who is trying to self-destruct her life and seeks out the worst possible man to do so with. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. It's an epidemic. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But uh we'll we'll dive on into it right now. Okay. So that we can power on through this. Uh Yeah, sorry my first thoughts weren't very helpful. That's okay. That's okay. Um so we open up the episode. Mm. And it's at a Dracula rehearsal. <laughs> I asked you, so if JT's playing Van Helsing, who is Danny playing? And you said <laughs> Van Helsing's little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue what that character is. Van Helsing's little dude. He's just a little guy that's just <laughs> following Van Helsing around. But he's doing a scene, 
and the three what were they three fucking uh, maidens that wasn't virgins it. No, it was something else. But these three women are supposed to come on stage. And Brides? Emma... What? Brides? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But two of them are on stage. Alex and Amy. And then Emma's not on stage because in the wings, she's getting felt up by Jay. <laughs> Jay runs his hand down her arm and then like off screen to her butt. Yeah. And she's like, okay, yeah. Yeah, she's very like... She's like in fight flight or freeze and she's definitely in freeze but mm-hmm. not that she's like not enjoying it no no the look on her face is this is good she's like ah yeah <laughs> and i've felt that before um yeah <laughs> but yeah he's really creepy in this moment and okay we make we joke a lot about how old jay looks and this is oh finally fine we're finally at a point in the series where i'm like yeah he looks fucking really really old yeah compared to everyone else before it was like no he just looks like that kid in high school who look who like just looks a little bit older no now he like fully looks like a man in his 20s he looks like he shaves every two hours he does his he had like stubble the entire yeah. episode yeah. um so then um after so th- that happens and then they're like emma what the fuck where are you going and she's or what are you doing and she's like oh right and so she runs on stage and she delivers her lines mm-hmm. and then jt is like oh geez what am i gonna do with this cast <laughs> <laughs> and then what jt is like a stereotypical broadway director is pretty funny it's very funny yeah i love him in this era where what was it um what does he say later on that's like so stupid Oh, so many things. I don't remember. Oh, when he tells Liberty, next time we're getting unionized actors. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I like that it's unionized too, because it's like he knows there's something. He knows there's like some kind of union situation. Yeah. But he doesn't know it's the union or like we're getting union actors would be the way you say it. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, he does say unionized. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's how it is in in, uh, Canada. Canada, but like. No, I think he just doesn't quite know, which yeah. is very funny. <laughs> but uh, so then the opening credits happen. We come back to school. Emma's grades have gone down. Mr. Perino is like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, uh, the, the grace period for the shooting is kind of over. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand you've been through a lot, but like you need to start participating in class again. Yeah. Emma, listen, uh, I know that like mental health is a priority here at the school and we made sure to make sure everybody's OK. But you not anymore. Fuck it. Not anymore. <laughs> it's been a while yeah. it's been like 10 episodes get yeah. over it and, and okay to an extent fair but also like dude she got a gun pointed at yeah. her by a dude who she then watched die yeah and then also like i feel like the better way to put this would have been to like ask how he can help yeah like how can i help you feel more comfortable to participate in class again what do i need? like instead but, of just being like hey cut knock it off <laughs> but you know if i know one thing about mr perino and literally i know one thing about him this is the first time i've ever seen him and he only had one scene it's that he doesn't know what he's doing he's a bad teacher he should probably be fired <laughs> he had two scenes <laughs> did he yes because he got to introduce the health teacher too oh right um and you are 100 percent correct you'll find out eventually why that all is true okay um, <laughs> i mean maybe you won't that feels like season seven stuff but oh okay well i'll just tell you eventually but uh so then emma sees jay making out with alex in the hallway mm-hmm. and she's like oh right he has a girlfriend why the fuck was he flirting with me then it's <laughs> <laughs> the look on her face yeah and it, uh, honestly me too i was like oh yeah he i thought he and alex had broken up because she got 
to be vice president. Which no. It's <laughs> not a normal, like, not a reason, reasonable thought. There's no reason that they would have to break up from that. But I just right. assume, like, oh, yeah, she doesn't have to be with this asshole anymore. Why is she? Yeah, like, she's got <laughs> social standing. Why is she? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then we go outside. And Ashley and Ellie are talking. Were they talking about Craig? Yeah. I missed it because I was taking notes. So they were talking about Craig. And Ashley straight up lied to his face when he got there. Uh, she didn't tell him, but she did say, I'm worried about Craig. And she didn't tell Ellie. Yeah, sorry. She didn't tell Ellie what she was worried about. She just said, I'm worried about Craig. Oh, okay, okay. And then Ellie gets up and leaves, and Craig mm-hmm. is sits, 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 sitting there eating his goulash. Mm-hmm. And Ashley's like, hey, I think you should go to a mental health support group in the rec center after school today. They're having one for teens. Mm-hmm. And Craig's like, I don't think I'll enjoy that. And she's like, then you are going to find out. And he's like, I guess. Cause he's, <laughs> you know, he's trying to be back to normal, mm-hmm. relatively normal, but Ashley wants to make sure that he's getting the help that he needs and getting the support that he needs. And she's like, basically like walking on eggshells. Yeah. Which like good instinct in a, th- in a sense, mm-hmm. Ashley, you should help make sure that he gets the help that he needs. But I don't know. I'm, <laughs> Her role in this situation is not to be mother. You yeah, know? I, I mean, I don't know what what else to do there, but yeah, I'm not saying she handled it incorrectly. I'm just saying like, you don't want to be somebody who's just like, "Hey, are you okay?" Right, time. right. Yeah. It's very, it's, it it really does change their relationship a yeah. lot. Um, so then at, we're back at rehearsal, and Darcy is playing Mina, who is the lead character in this play. Yeah. And the lead woman, I I should say. Well, and Yeah, I I mean obviously the play is about Van Helsing and Dracula, but she's the lead. Yeah. I mean, usually the woman is the lead. Yeah. Uh and uh so Darcy is flubbing her lines and she can't remember any of them. Even when Emma says them directly to her, she gets them wrong. Yes. She's like, she's like you, you arose three times relatable. from bed. And then Darcy's like, you got up three times. And um, <laughs> honestly, relatable. I make up all my lines. Yeah. I was so. going to say, I'm like, I've been around a lot of actors like that. They'd be paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. One thing actors are going to do, it's paraphrase. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then Darcy's like pissed that Emma's, feeding her the lines off stage because like yeah that's bad actor etiquette if you're ever in a play don't do that as another actor mm-hmm. um unless you are specifically asked um and jt is like well hey you don't know your fucking lines so um should i fire you and darcy's like are you firing me and he's like not if you resign and then darcy goes fine then i curse you macbeth <laughs> 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 Which very funny, and I I was disappointed that it didn't come back up. I mean, it did. The play did get cursed. Oh yeah, yeah. But the Macbeth thing never came back up. No, but like yeah. she did curse the play. That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. Darcy's Macbeth magic. Macbeth had STDs. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Macbeth had gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> uh so then backstage everyone's like this play is a fucking disaster 
and Emma puts Darcy's little hat on, which like she's not even wearing in that scene. Mm-hmm. Like once we see it at the end, she's not even wearing that no. little hat. No. Um, but she's in the mirror saying the lines to herself and Manny's like, do it, do it. And Emma's like, no, I already auditioned for the part and I blew the audition. There's no way that JT's going to change his mind about me, which like, okay, this is one of those situations where they're conveniently like not friends, not close friends with JT anymore. You know what I mean? It's like they're close when it's convenient and they're not close when it's convenient. JT's just a uh, a plot prop at this point. Yeah. And like similar to their relationship with Liberty, it's Mm -hmm. like, Liberty and Manny, I guess at this point, Liberty and Manny's friendship is pretty close. Yeah. But like for a long time there, it was like, oh, Liberty's one of our best friends. Oh, Liberty, we hate her. <laughs> like, Liberty's that annoying girl. Yeah. Who's our best friend? Who's annoying? Who's yeah. Best, which I guess is kind of true to middle school. But. So true. But yeah, these days it seems pretty clear that Liberty and Manny are pretty close friends. Mm-hmm. But um, which is also interesting because like last year, Liberty was like, Manny, I see your underpants. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like, are we forgetting that JT and Emma have been best friends since like kindergarten? Yes. <laughs> like just ask him for the part. Totally. <laughs> you don't have to be like, he hasn't changed his mind about me. Like, no, just go up, up and be like, Hey, I remember when you peed in the middle of <laughs> kindergarten, give me this part. Well, see, that's the thing you're, you're thinking of JT who used to exist and that person died. Yes. This you're so current true. version of JT is a different human being. Uh, JT's been through the same thing that Avril Lavigne went through. Yes. Where he died and was replaced by a clone. It seems to be a Canadian thing. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're so right. Um, so then uh, Manny invites Emma to her house after school. Um, and Emma's like, no, because she's still being reclusive and mm-hmm. weird after the shooting and doesn't want to like socialize. She's depressed. She's super depressed. Um, and meanwhile Amy and Alex are talking and Amy's like where are my bracelets and Alex is like those little fucking rubber things they're like a a nickel what do you what does it matter and Amy is like it just matters okay (laughs) and if Emma finds her bracelets at the end of her conversation with Manny and she's like Amy is this what you're looking for and there's like a stack of them there's like 10 of them yeah and Amy's like give me those she snatches them and walks away do you remember who Amy is Absolutely not. Amy is Sean's ex-girlfriend. Oh. The one that he was dating between, or I right, guess, right, he, he and Emma right. never got back together, so it was the girl he was dating after Emma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the girl that uh, uh, got alcohol poisoning at his house, and she was like, you want to see my world-famous Avril Lavigne impression? Blah. <laughs> yeah, I do remember. <laughs> that was funny. Mm. Um, so after school, Craig goes to the group. He is sitting there and he's having a conversation with all these kids who are dealing with their mental illnesses. And it is like, I guess this might have just been like what it was like back in the day. But it feels like this group should have been a bit more centered on what mental illness you have. Yeah, for real. Because the first girl's talking about eating disorder. Mm -hmm. And Craig is just like, why would you want anybody to know about that? Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, well, okay if you knew what she'd been through and you went through it too, then you would get it. Exactly. But you don't have a similar experience. So why are you in the same group? Completely different experiences. Yeah. Yeah. And while they're all sharing and stuff, Ellie comes in and she's late. Mm. Who also has a very different experience. Very different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she shows up, she locks eyes with Craig, he locks eyes with her and he's like, fucking Ashley. Mm -hmm. And he he doesn't and suddenly craig doesn't want to share anymore because yeah. now like 
Ellie's there and he doesn't want to seem weird in front of his friend. Right. Well, he doesn't think anybody knows. Exactly. That too. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I guess Ellie must know because of the, yeah, I think I guess off before we saw them, Ashley must have told. Mm-hmm. But then that means she would have lied straight to Craig's face. Yeah. About I don't know. That's confusing because not having told Ellie, how could Ellie have been like, because Ellie's line in that scene with Ashley was, well, I know crazy and I know it helps to talk about it. Maybe it was Ashley saying, like, Craig's been acting crazy. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe she didn't straight up say, like, he has bipolar disorder. Right. She definitely didn't give him details. Yeah. Give Ellie details. Yeah. Um, anyway. But, but, yeah. So then Emma's walking home from rehearsal, and Jay drives up alongside her and is, like, enticing her to get into his He's car. He's like, you know I have 16 individual speakers in this car? It's like, okay. Is mm-hmm. that good? Yeah, No. Uh, <laughs> pimp my ride because one call exhibit <laughs> i heard you like speakers so i put speakers in your car <laughs> um i put speakers in your speakers so you could speak all day yep <laughs> um but of course it works on emma <laughs> yeah because <laughs> she's a weak girl she's, she's not a weak girl she just is like like emma's not a weak person no but in this moment she's like Okay. Anyone paying attention to me? Hell yeah. Yeah. She wants to self-destruct. She wants to do something dangerous. She wants, Mm -hmm. she's enticed by the like recklessness of hanging out with Jay. Yeah. Um, and he's being weirdly charming to her right now. That's true. Look, you, this might make you break up with me. I don't think so. I am very attracted to Jay. Babe, he's 40. I, I know. I know. But he's playing 17. I know. So either way, it's not okay. I, I know. I mean, I guess 40 is okay, but like it's not. I think Mike Lobel is a very charming actor. I think he can, he does the like bad boy. Because it's like, he's not hot. No. You know what I mean? Like he's not hot. Mm-mm. But Mike Lobel does a good job at playing the boy that like can charm the pants off of a teenage girl. Fair enough. Um, but babe, you're mm-hmm. not a teenager anymore. But I was when I first saw this. And right. things stick with you. Yeah, Things they do. stick with you. Um, <laughs> That's, I get it. I'm sorry. Listen, um, this is the end of the podcast. This is the end of our relationship. <sighs> I should have never said it. Mike Lobel, you've broken up my relationship. It's actually not because of him. It's because... All I can think about is Drake's penis. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then uh, Emma's like, my house is this way. And he's like, yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. I drove you home after we dropped Sean off at Mosega. And she's like, oh, yeah. And then they they kind of connect on how they miss him. Um, <laughs> kind of. Jay's like, yeah, it sucks not having him around. And she's like, yeah, I miss him too. I didn't say that. Yeah. I didn't say I miss him. Yeah. Well, the thing is, he says it sucks not having him around. He was very, very precise in his wording there. Yeah. But when Emma says she misses him, to miss him would mean that he wishes he was back. Yeah. And Dr- and Jay doesn't wish Sean was back because that means if Sean was back, then he couldn't swoop in on Emma. That's true. Yeah. I love that's that. A good point. I that's think a that's good like point. so clever because he's like, well, I mean, if he were back, then I couldn't be, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's true encroaching on his on, i couldn't be breaking guy code right now mm-hmm. um, which listen i don't know if anybody knows this but guy code actually tri- crosses state lines like 
This is so still true. a violation regardless. <laughs> <laughs> so true. But if Sean never see never saw it, if 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 your best friend's ex-girlfriend sucks your dick in the woods and no one's around to see it, did it make a sound? <laughs> Ideally. <laughs> <laughs> um he invites her to a party uh-huh. at the park but it is the ravine it's yeah. the ravine um and then emma gets home and she overhears snake and spike talking about her and how they're concerned about her and they're worried about her and how she's been you know not hanging out with friends but yeah, she overhears her parents talking about her and they made her favorite for dinner and they're like, yeah, maybe she'll come and eat with us and talk with us. And Emma's like, mm, no, thanks. I ate pizza at rehearsal. Bye. And then goes into her room. Mm-hmm. And they're like, when are we fi- when is she finally going to come out of her shell after the shooting? Um, she Turns goes out later that night, later that night, <laughs> she goes into her room. She's ignoring calls from Manny. She just really doesn't want anything that like, I think I find it interesting. I think she might be just <sighs> avoiding all of the things that make Emma, Emma. Yeah. And that's like the worst part. That's like the, the, the worst part about like grief and like depression is like all the things that are good for you. You don't want to do them. Mm-hmm. Do you think she feels guilty? Perhaps. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I feel like she's like, that person was bad and caused Rick to die. Mm, maybe. I could see that. Yeah. Which is not fair at all. Not obviously. fair. But n- this having, being depressed after seeing a kid die in front of you and having a gun pointed at you is also not, f- not, not it, it doesn't make any sense. Like it makes it like, it fucks with your brain. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. It makes those things like, you, you, Logic is left behind totally, after totally. all of that. Um, so then she sneaks out. Um, I love her little sneak out window. She'd be sneaking out of that window at least once a season. And <laughs> I do love it. Um. <laughs> so I didn't get a full. We were, we were kind of eating at the same time of, as this. So I didn't actually see the window. Mm-hmm. And just How big is it? It's about like a big dog door. Okay, no, okay. no, I'm wrong. Uh, it's like, I would say around the size of that painting, like a 24 by 36, maybe like gotcha. thinner, Okay. thinner though. Okay. Um, why? Cause I just remember like what, uh, in, when I was young in, when we lived in Madison, my s- older sister was moving to the basement, to this room in mm-hmm. the basement that my dad built. Uh, and in order for it to be like legally a bedroom, they had to put in a window. Mm-hmm. So they dug this like window well outside and put in like a window that could open and you could like use it as a door. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> you're just in asking hindsight, for I'm like, to sneak what out. the hell, dad? <laughs> yeah. Why would you do that? Because my sister like went to parties and stuff. Yeah. Like you're yeah. just asking for your teenage daughter to sneak out. <laughs> Oh, um, it was really useful for hide and seek and for um, capture the flag because you go through the house. Oh, yeah. Smart. Um, so she goes to the party at the ravine. She go- she goes to Jay. They hang out a little bit and they see two people coming out of a van nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just like to tell you this. Daniel and I did a video on a character named Johnny DeMarco a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And would you believe that Johnny DeMarco... <laughs> has sex with someone in that same van in season eight. Oh no. The same van is there. Oh no. Years later. <laughs> oh no. 
<laughs> it's that so it's not somebody's van it's the ravine's van it's the ravine's van it just oh, sits no. there and kids fucking it oh no i know i'm sorry to have to break that news to you <laughs> whatever happened to good old-fashioned high school bleachers mm, yeah i don't know <laughs> back in my day you, you just go into the bleachers and fuck okay you don't have a van you know <laughs> schools have gotten better uh uh security so they're not allowed to do that you anymore. take the bleachers outside then you know you bring <laughs> the bleachers with you <laughs> The kids don't have safe spaces to sneak around and have sex anymore, like high school bleachers. <laughs> uh, no. No, in my real day, it was just my bed. Mm-hmm. And I was 20. <laughs> <laughs> and so was she. Yeah. To be clear. Yeah. I just didn't have sex in high school is what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. Neither did I. Uh, we're we nerds. should go back to being high schoolers and have sex with each other. Yeah, that sounds like a we role play. We we go back to being the same age high schoolers. Yeah, yeah, because we are four years apart. I'm so young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we couldn't possibly do this when I was in eighth grade and you no, were in twelfth no, no, grade. No, 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 no. I wouldn't want that. Um, <laughs> but uh, so Emma's curious about the kids coming out of the van, mm-hmm. and she asks Jay like, "Hey, what the fuck is that?" <laughs> and Jay's like, "Oh, you want to see?" And she's like, yeah, you sure. see inside the van, girl? <laughs> and what was going through your mind in this moment? Oh, he's going to sexually assault her. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He takes her into the van and Emma, little stupid Emma, well, looking around like, wow, this is very anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> and Jay's like, y- well, like not until it is, it is anticlimactic until you, you know, give Climax. someone a blowjob. <laughs> right right you know what you're right <laughs> he's like you know it, it is anticlimactic until you you know give a give someone a blowjob and she's like what and he's like you know the van's for hooking up the van's for hooking up and we give these little bracelets to do that and he puts a bracelet on her wrist and she's like whoa and then she leaves <laughs> she's like how dare you assume i would blow you for a bracelet Little do we know. <laughs> yeah, that was such a misdirect because it was like, oh, okay, Emma's come to her senses. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then the next day. But then the next day, here well, popularity. Well, there's probably scene in between, but. Yeah. Um, popularity is 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 powerful. It's mm-hmm. not. There's not another scene between. I Emma comes. Know about it. Emma's at school with a newfound confidence. <laughs> uh. And she's like playing with the bracelet. And I don't know. I wonder what her motivation is. Because like, to be quite honest, Miriam is not giving me much behind the eyes <laughs> in these scenes. So I don't know what her motivation could possibly be. But I can't tell if she f- is feeling more confident after finding out that Jay wanted her to give him a blowjob. Yes. Or if she was like, I want to get my mind off of what happened last night. I'm going to finally go for the part that I want in the play. I think it could be a combination. No, no, it can't really be a combination of both. I think it's the first one. Mm -hmm. I think it is like she's gone and proven to herself that she can do something dangerous. Mm. Um, She's she's seeking out the adrenaline. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then the the part in the play is another opportunity to like put herself at risk. Yeah, for sure. I see that. Mm. I see that for sure. And she goes up to JT and just starts reciting Mina's monologue. And JT's like, okay, sure. You have the part. And Liberty is like uh, <laughs> sus about it. And she's like, we know you've been like 
What did she say? Off? Yeah. Well, she says, oh, we need somebody reliable, and you didn't come out on stage yesterday. Yeah. You were supposed to. And she's like, no, I got this. And then Liberty's like, okay, but we know you've been, you know, off lately. And she's like, no, I'm not off. I'm on. I'm turned on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then Ashley comes to Craig, and he's mad that she sent him to Ellie's group. Mm-hmm. That's really all that mm-hmm. there is to that <laughs> scene. The whole scene that's the whole scene and she's like well but i thought it would be good and he's like okay but like run that shit by me and she's yeah. like okay i yeah. just love you so much yeah i'm good yeah and so then emma's rehearsing and she and <laughs> i almost called him I, t- I you called him bertram the mm-hmm. last time we saw him mm-hmm. uh and so i put him as bertram in my notes but his name is nate <laughs> I fully didn't recognize him. I had no idea if he was Bertram or Nate. He looks really different. He yeah. might be a different actor. Yeah. But he was playing um, um, Dracula in the in the the episode, the radishes episode. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm assuming it's the same kid. But it looks like they like gave him a blowout. Like his <laughs> hair is like bigger. <laughs> no, uh, this episode's about blowjobs. Right. Never. You're so right. I'm so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They are rehearsing and they're supposed to kiss and he kisses her and Emma's like, (laughs) and he's like, "Uh, Emma, we're supposed to kiss. And JT's like, you're supposed to kiss. And she's like, I'm sorry. It's weird in in front of everybody. And JT's like, well, get your shit together, please. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, Um, have you ever, oh yeah, you've only been in one play. That's true. Have, what, have you ever been nervous to do a stage kiss? I know you've done like other like sketch shows where I'm I've sure you've had to kiss a people. bunch of stage kisses in sketch. I think the first one, yes, uh, but since then it's been only with people who I'm like truly very close friends with, and it's mm-hmm. not really an issue. What was the first one, and would you like to share what the scene was? Um, if you I can don't remember. really remember, I just remember the feeling mm-hmm. of nervousness. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I really don't remember. Yeah. Hmm. My. I think this is my. Yeah. What about you? Only stage kiss. Okay. I believe I'm recounting in my head. I'm pretty sure this is my the only stage kiss. Oh no! Duh! It's fun home. No. So yeah. my second only stage kiss. Okay. So the first one I ever did was with Daniel. Actually, mm-hmm. we did a play called Almost Maine, and so my friend Keontae who is now passed away. Um, he was playing this part before. And when I had to kiss him, it was like, ew, ew, because we were friends. We were really good friends. And we mm-hmm. played siblings in another show. So it was like, <laughs> especially like weird. And so, and so we had rehearsed it a couple times, but not very many. We didn't really kiss that many times. Um, and then Keontae Just got... Like- six or 12 or <laughs> no i think it was like three rehearsals <laughs> and then keontae got sick and he couldn't do the show anymore and so daniel had to step in and take his part and so then the first few times and this is like maybe three weeks before we went up so mm-hmm. like we really had to like r- get this shit down mm-hmm. and and so like the very first rehearsal daniel and i were like mm. <laughs> And Aaron Barry was like, guys, we are so close. We you we can't be fucking around with the kiss. And we were like, we know, we know, we're professionals. And so then we had to kiss, and our mouths were so tight-lipped and weird. And then we had to kiss so many times because that scene, the whole scene is they kiss like four times mm-hmm. to 
to pass her heart between them. It's a weird scene. So like my, my character is holding a, my heart in my hands. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, a metaphor. Mm-hmm. She has her heart in a bag and her, his character kisses my character and takes the heart. And she's like, you have my heart, give it back. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then they, every time they kiss, they, they transfer the heart. Um, oh, okay. So it's like a transfusion show. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Um, so, it'd be more of a transplant. Yes. <laughs> Damn. And Almost so had joke. we had to do that a few times, and yeah, it was really weird. And we've never had to kiss on the mouth ever again. Mm-hmm. And I hope we never have to ever again because that was the weirdest feeling ever. Um, while you were telling that story, I remembered, and okay. it was an improv show where um, a girl I was dating kept trying to pimp me into kissing a guy on team. Uh, <laughs> And eventually we did it and it felt very weird and bad. Um, <laughs> and then all my other ones are pretty much acting class except for one sketch video. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The one you didn't tell, you didn't ask me about beforehand. That, I didn't think it was anything at mm-hmm. all. So no, I didn't. But now I know that that's something I should do. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mad. I just like bringing it up. I, I think know. it's fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so then... At, while they're at rehearsal, Jay is being weird around Emma. Yeah. Um, and she can tell. Mm-hmm. And he can tell. Um, and backstage, Alex and Amy are making fun of Emma for being a prude because she couldn't kiss Nate on stage. And a- Emma's like, how fucking dare they? And so she goes to grab something from in front of them and she puts her hand in front of Amy and Amy sees her bracelet. And Amy's like, is that mine? And Emma's like, no. It's mine. <laughs> and then she walks off. And Amy's like, ah, because she knows now that Emma's been sucking dick and cock. <laughs> <laughs> Emma's been sucking dick and cock in the van. <laughs> so then Emma goes to Jay after school and she's like, oh my God, that was incredible. I need more bracelets. This thing shut Amy the, f- the hell up. I It was Amy kryptonite. And Jay's like, well, like I don't like being teased and played with girly (laughs) amy earned her bracelet and she's like and he's like remember you didn't do anything for yours i just put it on you you didn't get it Mm -hmm. and she's like you forgot the key element of bracelet which is you you want to put bracelet on your wrist you gotta put lips on my dick yep (laughs) and so then he leaves her there contemplating if she would be willing to suck dick for Social status. Yeah. <laughs> to put it plainly. Uh-huh. I mean, look, bracelets aren't money, but... Back then they were. Mm-hmm. This is like, you, you do know this is a reference to the like cultural phenomenon of kids trading sexual favors for bracelets. <laughs> I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, this was a thing in the, mid to, in the mid-2000s, early 2000s, where um, this was happening in schools. Oh. Kids were trading sexual favors for little trinkets and then wearing those trinkets around to show people that they put out. Wow. Yeah. That explains why that day I wore so many braces <laughs> to school. I got a lot of weird looks. <laughs> and a lot of solicitations. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so then Ellie comes to Craig's house to quote unquote restring Ashley's guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a euphemism for something? <laughs> and... Uh, but really, it's just because she a- Ashley knew that they need to talk about yeah. the what fact happened? that they're yeah. both in group. Yeah. 
um, and they connect on their mental illnesses and Ellie convinces Craig that he should keep coming to group because it's it'll be good for him because it was very good for her. Mm-hmm. And there's another guy in the group who is also bipolar yes. who seemed cool. And yes. Progress for Craig. Good. Yes. And she also convinces him that he needs to talk to Ashley mm-hmm. and sort out this new dynamic of their relationship. I gotta be honest. This C-plot bored the hell out of me. I don't care. Really? The Ellie and Craig thing bored you? Uh, I mean, I, I'm glad it happened, but it could have been like two scenes. I thought it was... I, we'll get into it after, but mm-hmm. I thought that was, I was really, I was really thinking this was going to be one of the plots that you enjoyed m- the most out of these two episodes. Oh, sorry. Interesting. Okay. You never fail to surprise me, honey. Mm. Um, <laughs> Just wait till I show you my bracelet collection. <laughs> <laughs> so then Emma shows up to the ravine that night and she comes up to Jay and he's like, I already gave you the tour. And she's like, show me again for real this time. And he's like, er? That's the noise I wanted to make. What if instead of that, every time it was wow, 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 and he tells her that he is going to go back to group, and he, but he doesn't want her to continue their dynamic this way. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want her to be always worrying about him, always bringing up his illness. He wants to talk about music and what was the other goulash. stuff? Goulash. And goulash. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I get it. Yeah. And then they smooch, and it's sweet. Um, yeah. No, you're right. That is a good part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, Craig. Good, good job standing up for what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To quote my cousin from our phone call earlier, some guys just got to stand up to their woman. <laughs> and so, so they 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 resolve that, and it's sweet. Emma comes home after um, having done what she did in those woods. Mm-hmm. Um, the woods are for nothing but oral sex, guys. It's a it's an epidemic at Degrassi. If you're sucking dick, it's in those woods. Yeah. Um, it's so weird because in high school for me, the woods was a place where we played this game where um, some people were on foot and some people were in cars and you tried to run from <laughs> one location to another without getting caught by a car, meaning like hit by a car. <laughs> it was really fun, but it did not involve a lot of coming. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> there was a little when you got hit by a car. <laughs> um. But yeah, she gets home and Snake and Spike are, of course, waiting for her. And they're like, it is two o'clock in the morning. Where the fuck were you? And she's like, I was out and they're, I was taking a walk. And they're like, that is what is wrong with you lately? And she's like, and the, I just saw somebody die. I, just, I, can't, I can't sleep after the shooting. It's just I can't. I can't do it. Mom and dad. And they're like, oh, honey. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh well, do you think you can sleep tonight? She's like, yeah, I don't yeah, worry if you about. You go upstairs me. and leave me alone. I think I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. if you forget about this whole thing, I think I'll be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay, sweetie, we're gonna go upstairs. And then they go upstairs. And then Emma leans back on her bed. She wipes away her tears, and then she has a shit-eating grin. 
I think the entire character of Maleficent was based on this moment. <laughs> it was so villainous. <laughs> it's possibly one of my favorite Emma moments. I think it's so good because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just because I think it's you know it ties in all the themes of the episode of like her acting and mm-hmm. like her bringing her like her coming into her own with the character in the play and the character in the play is also this like innocent girl who's being like corrupted by evil and so it's just such good like storytelling brainwashed by a gross man exactly exactly and she's she just leans down and she's like brainwashed by a diseased man vampirism is a disease oh yeah just like gonorrhea just like gonorrhea you get it through the blood yeah damn we really cracked that damn (laughs) so the next episode, Emma sees Jay in the hallway with Alex, and Alex has just come back from the doctor. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, wow, the first doctor's note I've had that you, that you didn't have to fake for me, <laughs> which is very funny. Very funny, yeah. Um, and Alex and Jay kiss, or Al- Jay sees Emma staring at him, and he kisses Alex to remind Emma that he has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then Emma is, like, pissed because she's, like, she doesn't like Jay, but they do have this kind of weird like possessiveness over each other, mm-hmm. which like when I put it that way is kind of hot. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's fucking gross. It's just Jay is a guy who she's fucked and she's like, no, if I can't, it, mm-hmm. you, I don't want him. You can't have him though. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, guess what? You're just a little plaything to me. Yeah. Girl. So, yeah. And uh, if you read the smutty, smutty books that I read, mm-hmm. you would be like, you would understand. I do understand, but I have to fight back. I know. I know. Because this is not how society is supposed to function. You're okay? a feminist. I'm a feminist. I don't want to hear women's opinions about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then Nate walks by and he's like about, he's like asking Emma about rehearsal or something. He's like, where are we supposed to put our our uh, costumes right and she's like i'll tell you where right in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> she kisses him right on the mouth while staring directly at jay mm-hmm. and then nate pulls back and he's like i've had like what did he say i've had more conversations with the janitor than i've had with you yeah <laughs> and she's like i was just practicing for you know opening night blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and he's like you're fucking weird but okay <laughs> Um, so then Emma's in the library and Jay comes up to her and he's like, what are you trying to do to me? I don't like being played with. And she's like, he, he, he. Oh, what is, how does she do? She says, you know, oh, are, are we going to go, you're going to be at the ravine tonight. We're going to party. Do you have any more bracelets? And he's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I have a boner, but also I have a girlfriend. These are two big problems for me. <laughs> <laughs> And and then Snake, and Snake shows up and ruins it, and he's like, he's like, I'd like a word with my daughter, please. And yeah, Jay's like, oh, hot. <laughs> no, what does he say? He's like, uh, he says something sh- sh- shitty. Yeah, and then Snake is like, get out of here, Jason. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, Jason. <laughs> I thought his name was Jay. Yeah, well, it is. Should Jay is short for Jason? Well, I think I've learned that twice now, <laughs> and I'm I, not gonna remember. Well. We have to, we must remember, we have two Jameses right. and a J. Yeah. So, like, 
<laughs> and none of them go by Jay. James. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, Snake comes up to Emma and he's like concerned about her. He's like, first, you come home crying last night about how about how you can't stop thinking about the shooting and you can't go to sleep. Then I see you kissing random guys in the hallway. What's going on? And Emma's like, nothing. I'm fine. How does she respond? I don't remember much of that conversation. Uh, yeah, she basically shuts it down and he's like, look, I just, you can talk to me. I want you to know you can talk to me. And she's like, I think the bell might ring soon. Yeah. And then it doesn't. Yeah, and she gets up and leaves. Yeah. Um, and so Snake is like, God, you still won't talk to me. Um, and so then we enter our next B-plot of this episode, mm-hmm. or of these two episodes, and uh, do you prefer when there's one B plot for both episodes or two for each? I like it better when there's one for both. Yeah. Well, because I th- yeah, I mean, like I'm glad we didn't have to stick with the other one for too long, but um, I, I I think it's it's fun when there's like a good through line and an annoying through line because mm-hmm. there's always gonna be an annoying one. I know that. Yeah. Um, but when there's like two two, yeah. I don't know. I, I can't think of a good example, but I feel like a more fleshed out plot sounds fun to me. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Although this one, I thought they did a good job with. Yeah. I, I knew you were going to like this one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So Jimmy is finally leaving the hospital. I like dad stuff. What can I say? <laughs> and for, has, this is the first time we've seen Jimmy's dad. I think so. Fucking. I always want to call him Jerome. I think I don't think it's Jerome. I think it's and he's not Jerome and he's not james brooks senior Jermaine. Jermaine. <sighs> he's hot good looking guy yeah. he's a good looking man he's mm-hmm. a handsome handsome man i believe he's exactly the definition of zaddy yeah yeah mr Jermaine brooks is a zaddy oh maybe not because he's a suit suit daddy yeah so would that make him a saddie i think you know what's funny mm. i believe i can't I think it well, it's the other Degrassi podcast I listen to. I think they do call Jimmy's dad Suit Daddy, or somebody calls oh, really? him Suit Daddy. I'm gonna call him Saddy. <laughs> Saddy, uh, he is a Saddy Daddy. He um, really is. He sucks. I kinda. He's just protective over his son. Well, he calls him Jim, and I like that. Looking good there, Jim. Which, like, that's not black. <laughs> you didn't know black people when you wrote this. That's for sure true. Jim, any James, any black James is a Jimmy for the rest of his life. Yeah. Uh, or a James, but he's if he's if he's been Jimmy once, he's always going to be Jimmy. Um, he's never Jim. I I also found I, I don't know just the like this is not a a, a black thing that is mm-hmm. yours to talk about obviously, but uh, I didn't feel like we haven't even gotten to it yet. But the way that he was just like, "Hey, you're looking good there, Jim," and Jim's like, "I don't like that man." Was like. It just didn't feel natural. I don't know. Well, Jimmy, it, it, he's not very close to his parents. Right. Yeah. Like that was established in season two. Right. I know that. Or one that. or something. Some, well, the party and all the stuff. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. His parents aren't home very often. He yeah. has to get dinner for himself a lot. Yeah. So I can imagine this, like, with Jimmy being so independent, this whole, like, being disabled thing is not you know totally that makes it even worse and yeah and i guess this is the point of their relationship issue right now but the dad being like i can't i can't be home for you Mm -hmm. he's like 
Okay, well, you're also not in the hospital visiting him. Yeah. Are you? So, like, what the fuck is your deal? And where the fuck is Hazel? Where's okay. Hazel? I know we've already talked about this on pod, so I won't do too much of it, but unreasonable that Hazel never visited him. Yeah, I mean, she did, but we don't see it. He said, I gotta get out of here, man. I can't keep only seeing the two of you in these walls. That was, I think, just for the sake of the line. Mm. I'm sh- I guarantee you Hazel has been visiting him. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, so, yeah, there, he's supposed to be leaving the hospital. Nurse Paula is also in a wheelchair. I believe there's, like, certain times on this show where it's, like, They'll put somebody who is of the marginalized uh, thing that they're talking about, and then they just put them in a role that's there, just to like be there yeah. and visible, um, because like Nurse Paula is also in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and um, she's excited for him to go home, but then Jimmy's dad comes in and he's like, "Hey, man, uh, sorry to have to tell you this, but the new railings in the ha- in in the house have not been." finished so the house is not accessible so you need to stay in the hospital for one more week and craig and marco are like so disappointed for him Mm. they're like no but like he really he's really doing good like he can he's very capable like we maybe anybody can help like we can come and help and 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 you know they were trying really hard to make it so that jimmy could come home and it was really nice it was really sweet and then Mm -hmm. jimmy's like you know what whatever he just is he, he he resigns pretty pretty quickly um, he knows who his dad is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then at rehearsal, this is possibly one of my favorite scenes from the show. Uh, uh, at rehearsal, Amy and um, the 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 girl that they've gotten to replace Emma are on stage as 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 the uh, whatever the brides, the brides the or virgins, whatever. It's unclear what they are and. And Emma is off stage, and then JT's like, "Why are there only two of them? Where's Alex?" And then Amy's like, "Alex is at the doctor." And then Alex storms in, and she's, and Jay's like, "No, Lexi, please, like, let me explain." And she's like, "Flexi, my ass!" <laughs> and she like runs past him, and she's like, and then JT's like, "Great, Alex, do you mind?" Uh, mind joining us for the show and Alex's like oh you want a show JT I'll give you a show hey and then she punches Amy in the face (laughs) and she goes hey best friend Amy tell me about the ravine Amy tell me about how you went down on my boyfriend Amy (laughs) and Amy's like I didn't sleep with him and it's a mess um (laughs) uh but Emma watches this and is like she takes the bracelets off of her hand yeah and she like hides them so that alex can't see yeah but guess who does see manuela manuela she always sees she sees everything yeah and while she was being really excited for emma for being like kissing that boy in the middle of the hallway Mm -hmm. and like coming into her own in this character now she's like oh i see this is the this is the influence of some good dick isn't it? Mm, I see. It's not that you've figured yourself out. It's that you've put something in you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, at the hospital, Jimmy confides in Nurse Paula. And that is it. <laughs> That's the scene. That's it. <laughs> That's the scene. <laughs> the scene is there to say, hey, look, other person in wheelchair. Yep. Which, yeah. you know what? Honestly, cool. 
yeah lovely lovely and it's good for for jimmy to see someone else uh, yeah well she's position. like hey i know you can do this so yeah. whether your dad does or not whatever you got this and he's yes like, yeah that's right she gives him the uh the confidence to do what he's about to do in a couple yeah, scenes because she's like i've seen what you got down there <laughs> and i know <laughs> you can do anything you set your mind to yep including me if you want let me know <laughs> that that penis you got there means you can do anything you can be president <laughs> You can be prime minister of Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, You'd be better than Trudeau. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so then Manny uh, follows Emma out of school after rehearsal. And she's like, what I need to know is, why, Jay? Why are you hooking up with the scum of the earth, the bottom feeder of this school, Jason Hogarth? And Emma's like, why not? (laughs) I don't see what the problem is here. (laughs) The thing we have to remember is the girl, the guy that she lost and loves is Jay's best friend. Yes. The closest thing she's, she's got to Sean right now is Jay. That's very true. He, he, something about him, her, him reminds her of Sean a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those, like, it's like when, uh, uh, like a war movie where, (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> a soldier is lost in war and then his wife gets really close to his brother mm-hmm. and then they end up hooking up because mm-hmm. they're both like i feel closer to him now his which is weird his war buddy or something yeah. yeah so yeah manny's like why are you hooking up with jay what is the point that's disgusting yeah <laughs> and emma's like should you really be talking oh yeah emma go or manny goes um you you shouldn't be you know hooking up with a guy who has a girlfriend and then emma's like girl are you really talking to me about that right now she's like but i learned from that you should learn from my mistake and she doesn't say that but that's that's, happening yeah that's what's happening Uh, and then she's like you know things could happen and she's like i'm not having sex with him i'm not gonna get pregnant and it's like oh and so yeah and so then emma walks away because she know she knew she knows that that's gonna really hit manny where it hurts Mm -hmm. um right in the ovaries right in the uterus um and so then jimmy back at the hospital jimmy asks marco and craig to bail him out of the hospital to see the kid elric concert tomorrow (laughs) to break him out babe break what did i say bail oh yeah i said bail well they're not putting up a bail bond sure i'm sorry no no you're right you're right (laughs) (laughs) yeah immediately immediately i'm like why am i nitpicking language (laughs) but at the same time they're trying to bust him out of there they're trying to bust him out of that of that uh of that hospital um and Marco is not having it. Marco doesn't like breaking <laughs> rules, guys. We have to stop making Marco break rules. <laughs> He's, he, didn't, he, he didn't do well when Craig stole that car. He didn't do well when Paige made him match her with Mr. O at the dance. He's not doing well right now. He also doesn't do a very good job of saying actually no. Yeah, no. Marco is bad at saying no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he's like, yeah, sure. Well, they're like, we'll do it for you. Um, and so then Emma goes to the ravine and she's looking for Jay. And another guy is like, hey. And she's like, have you seen Jay? And he's like, no, but like you could, we could hang out. And she's like, no. And he's like, okay. <laughs> the, the lines are worse than that. It's. 
you you could have another friend and she's like oh, no i'm 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 looking for my friend with benefits and yeah. he's like you could get benefits from anybody you know yeah and she's oh, and she tells him maybe next time or something yeah, like that yeah which is ominous yeah like emma were you just going to start all the guys at the ravine i guess so emma's emma's like i don't know i think she likes the powerful feeling of being able to be like uh i'm not going to suck your dick but maybe i will so keep trying to be well nice you to know me. what actually mm. You said that, and this wasn't what you were saying, but it started to sound like this. It is so powerful to suck a dick. Like, you feel like the most powerful person in the world in that moment. Hmm. Yeah. So then Emma finds Jay uh, in his car near hmm. the ravine. And she's like, hey, I need more bracelets. Let's let's get down to business. And he's like, hey, hey, no, I'm not in the mood. And she's like, why not? And he's like... Alex has something. Oh, first he tells her, like, if you didn't notice, my day kind of sucked. <laughs> my girlfriend broke up with me and then punched her best friend in the face. I don't think they broke up. They did. Oh. Yeah. She told Jay, like, she didn't say we're through, but she said something. Oh, she said she Jay tried to touch her when he was like, no, Lexi, it's okay. And she's like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Uh, or I'll deck your smug face, too. Mm-hmm. Um, they do break up. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. Well, it wasn't official yet, but okay. Yeah. Um, Good for her. And yeah. (laughs) And he's like, Alex has something and she thinks I gave it to her. Mm -hmm. And Emma's like, I don't care. (laughs) And she doesn't catch that this is an STD yet. She's like, oh, a cold? She's like, oh, a cold? Yeah, no, that doesn't bother me. (laughs) And he's like, why would she be mad about that? (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, no. we're not going to do that today. And and then she's then she pulls the you know other guys would really like to be with me. And Jay's like, "Well, right now, I'm not one of them." Mhm. <laughs> mhm. And then she gets out of the car and is pissed at him for rejecting her. Mhm. She can't even get the scumbag of the earth. Mm-hmm. How's she going to be happy? Mhm. I really do think this is my like big Emma analysis and honestly why I started this podcast. Mm. Um I really think that that first episode of the series when she was almost, you know, uh kidnapped by that yeah. pedophile man online, I think that affected her more than she lets on. Oh, 100%. Because all of like this she has a terrible thing for older, badder guys. Yes, but it's it's different from that. It's okay. more of like, it's less like her taste in men and it's more of her, her tendency to act out sexually in yeah. certain situations because this is not the last time. No, that makes sense. <laughs> and I think it's also, yeah, like just her relationship with sex is broken by that. It is. It totally yeah. is. Yeah, Emma, it, it, this is probably the biggest time she acts out sexually, but it's not the last. Right. Um, which is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and season nine is just her OnlyFans, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, I wish Degrassi was around for OnlyFans. They would have a field day. They would. Well, there's actually a plot in season 14 mm. where the cheerleaders sell nudes to raise money for more um, cheerleading uniforms. <laughs> They sell nudes to raise money for clothes. Yeah. It's really silly. <laughs> They're like, we want new uniforms. And so then Zoe, the captain of the cheer squad, is like, all right, girlies, take your tops off. We're selling nudes. And then it becomes a whole scandal. Wow, well, of course. Yeah. Um, so then Marco, this is, I knew you were going to like this episode because of this scene particular, mm-hmm. in particular. Uh, Marco is, Marco and Jimmy are 
incognito which means they're wearing black hoodies and sunglasses it's so bad but like jimmy you one are a regular at this hospital (laughs) you've been here for months (laughs) two in a giant wheelchair what makes you think that wearing a sunglass wearing sunglasses and a hoodie are gonna disguise you at all well and he says that he's like marco i don't think this disguise is gonna work (laughs) i didn't catch that (laughs) yeah he says that and marco's like don't worry it's cool and then craig comes in in a trench coat and a top hat yeah uh a fedora fedora Mm -hmm. goes up to the woman at the reception and is like I'm looking for Dr. Finkelbein. <laughs> Snoofer, Snoofer Maker. <laughs> and the one's like, what? And he's like, I'm looking for Dr. Schneemoglein. <laughs> and she's like, that's a different name than you said before. And he's like, I'm looking for Dr. Schwarzenberg. Schwarzenberg. And she doesn't have any idea that this idiot kid in a trench coat is <laughs> fucking with her? Yeah. Insane. And so they create a diversion, a silly little diversion, um, for her to leave because he's he starts feigning a heart attack no marco calls the reception yes. desk and says i'm dr Feingelbrain, <laughs> and I, that man standing in front of you is crazy and dangerous you've yes. got to get away and so what <laughs> is this distraction yeah and so then she runs <laughs> off and then the boys leave has it this worked. woman not been trained? <laughs> it's also, this is not a hospital. It's just like a recovery center. Still. But I mean, no, that wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> responding to what you asked. I was just saying, like, I realize now that this is not a hospital. Right. It's a recovery center. Um, And so. They get away. They get away. It worked. Their plan worked. Because she left the desk. Yeah. Because she was like, what is going on? All they If they had her number, all they had to do is call her and be like, hey your son's ill true <laughs> like true. they didn't have to do <laughs> they any didn't have of to that. Do all that <laughs> but lest you forget these boys are dramatic yeah. uh I so then, craig was on his meds he shouldn't be like this anymore <laughs> <laughs> so then um at rehearsal emma comes to jay and they're talking and he, she has a sore throat and jt brings her raw egg lemon and honey Ugh disgusting that sounds awful to take care of her throat and she's like no jt i promise i'm i'm okay and he's like no we can't have our lead actress you know sick on opening night Mm -hmm. and she's like whatever and what was she talking to jay about she's like i can take his i can take this drink yeah what what is she talking to jay about before jt brings the drink um i think the alex drama yeah yeah, I don't remember what they were discussing. Yeah, I don't either. But yeah, the 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 main point of that conversation is that Emma has a Oh no. Throat. Oh yeah, Emma went up to him to be like, "Hey, we should talk about last night." And he's like, "I I, I mean, I guess." And then um then she like then is, she has like a cough and yeah. then like, the rest of it happens. Yeah. yeah. And so then they go to Mr. Perino's class and the health nurse is there and JT's like, oh, great. What an omen for my opening night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she tells the students that she thinks there might be an outbreak of gonorrhea in the school. Um, And Manny does the whole gonorrhea thing. She's like, oh, sorry. Did I say that out loud? And (laughs) then the the nurse is like, signs of gonorrhea could be this, 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 and this. And if you've contracted it orally it could be a sore throat or a cough Mm -hmm. and emma's like 
oh shit. And JT's like, Emma, you have a sore throat. <laughs> and she's Wouldn't like, it be crazy? Up. And he's, she's like, yeah, that would be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, she tells him very seriously. She goes, shut up. Yeah, yeah. And th- as if that did, like, I'm like, that would have tipped me off immediately. Yeah, and it definitely <laughs> tipped him off. He knows. Yeah. The whole um, school knows very shortly, so. So true. Um, so then. The whole time, the, the health teacher is like, and remember, oral sex is dangerous too. You should wear a condom for that. And, and Manny's like, or Emma's like, oh no. And Manny's like, you fool. And JT's like, you don't have it. <laughs> um, and then my favorite thing from this teacher is also, you could have no symptoms and be, and totally have it, mm-hmm. but it'll be really bad for you if you don't get treated. And it's like, oh, Jay is dying. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's had untreated gonorrhea for months. <laughs> Jay is deteriorating from the penis up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really. I, I'm curious where he got it and how long he's had it. And and yeah, he's not. Honestly, looking at him, I think he was born with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so then the boys get to the Kid Elric concert. And clearly Jimmy's starting to regret his choice. <laughs> to come back out into the world yeah because first he's like he he's he gets fries spilled on him by mm-hmm. this grungy dude who looks like he could destroy a toilet or a man equally <laughs> really gross guy mm-hmm. and then and then he's like man i can't even see this is terrible mm-hmm. and the boys are like don't worry man we'll go talk to somebody and get to get help so you can see and he's and he's like, wait, don't leave me alone here. What are you doing? Yeah. And so and then the concert like immediately starts mm-hmm. as soon as Craig and Marco walk away. And we find out that Kid Elric is just a full on Kid Rock knockoff. Yeah. It's pretty silly. Uh, his music is awful. So bad. He's like, just I'm saying, the kid. I'm the kid over <laughs> and over again to a grunge-ish beat. Yeah. Uh, and the that grungy guy is in front of Jimmy and Jimmy's like, hey, man, I can't see and then the guy is like oh yeah sure man and he like lets him in front and then jimmy realizes like oh like if i ask for what i what i need people will accommodate me Mm -hmm. and he makes his way to the front and he gets to see kid elric and up up close and somehow he doesn't regret going to see kid elric after getting that close (laughs) honey this is a very important moment for jimmy i know but jimmy Look, needs better taste in music. We know. And honestly, though, now that I'm thinking about it, like this explains so much of Drake. Like this is who Jake was. Drake was told good music was. Mm-hmm. No wonder he's never been any good. Mm-hmm. We skipped a scene. Oh, was it when <laughs> Drake won like 16 Grammys? No. <laughs> so I shouldn't be talking shit about his music because it's super popular <laughs> and really good. Even though I don't like it, that's just me. Um, we skipped the scene <laughs> where Manny tells Emma, like, she knows she has gonorrhea and oh, that yeah. if she has a conscience, she won't kiss Nate on right, stage. Right. And Emma's like, well, lucky for both of us, I don't have a conscience. <laughs> <laughs> and Manny's like, wait, how is that lucky for me? <laughs> yeah. And and so then that's when the boys leave jimmy in the crowd and then he finds his way to the front yeah i got ahead of us i'm sorry Mm -hmm. it's okay um and yeah so like jimmy realizes that hey if i am upfront about what i need the world will accommodate me 
it's the world's job to accommodate me. It's not my job to be afraid of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, I, I really like that. Um, yeah. And I, and I like that he did it on his own too. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Cause yeah, Craig and Marco are like, we'll help. And then mm-hmm. they go do something that's not helpful. Like, yeah. I don't know where th- they go try to help for sure. But like, right. no, ultimately like the only way to help is to listen and give what people want yeah and need so yeah yeah so it is powerful that, that jimmy gets to learn that in this way that's true yeah um and so then in its opening night the play is going well um and emma is it's it's her and nate's big kiss scene and nate is dracula luring her in mm-hmm. um and she and like the kiss is, is about to happen he's luring her in their lips are about to touch and she's straight up just gonna kiss him on the mouth with she's her gonorrhea throat. Fully gonna do it. Like an idiot. And Nate is a good man. <laughs> no, Nate is not a good man for this, but Nate knows, so he du- he ducks out. He's, well, I mean, he's good to himself. Yeah, he's a, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a smart man. Totally, totally. Nate totally, is a totally. smart man. Sorry, yeah. And he swerves her and hugs her instead. And she like whispers to him, she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, just follow my lead. And so then he, they continue to do the scene um, mm-hmm. without the kiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and backstage, she's mad at him. And he's like... I'm not kissing your dirty ass mouth. Yeah, like everybody knows you have fucking gonorrhea, you slut. He doesn't <laughs> say that. But he's like, everybody knows that you're... Th- you, you Like you've been coughing. Like you've been wearing those bracelets. We know what's going on with you like i'm not gonna risk my throat mm-hmm. and that little stunt in the hallway the other day who knows what i caught from that <laughs> <laughs> i love that part yeah that's funny <laughs> um and jay overhears and he's like hey like screw him like he's like jay's still trying to be like a little bit uh gentle <laughs> like, to her hey that's that dude sucks like the gonorrhea has gotten to my brain and i think it's good now yeah so. <laughs> And he's like, and Jay's like, yeah, screw that guy. And Emma's like, screw you. You gave me a social disease. (laughs) The best line. The best line. There's a gif of it that we used all throughout the 2010s. It was so good. Uh, And she's like, and, and in that conversation, she's like mad at him for, um, for for hooking up with her, and he's like, "Whoa, l- lest we forget, you came to me wanting my bracelets, mm-hmm. even though I had a girlfriend." And she's like, "And then, how does the the virtue line come up?" He, he's just like, and she, she's like, "You you have all these girls. You don't need me. Like, what right. did you even want with me?" And he's like. I just like that you had virtue. You know? Virtue or whatever. And she's like, no, I don't. And he's like, you can't hide who you are. We all know who you are. You're good. And she's yeah. like, no, I'm diseased. <laughs> yeah. So she realizes like, oh, like this isn't who I am. Mm-hmm. I have been infected by the popularity demon. The, you know, the part of me that wants to be known as something other than the girl from the shooting. Like, yeah. Yeah, that All makes that. sense. Um, popularity doesn't ring right because like Jay is not popular. True, but I mean like popularity isn't the right word. I mean like social sh- social standing. Like yeah. the girls that once bullied her stopped bullying her. True, true. Yeah. So I guess it's not necessarily popularity, but yeah, it is they like... Were, like reverse slut shaming her for a while. Yeah. They were like, oh, well, Emma can suck a dick. 
She's cool now. <laughs> Damn. I didn't know Emma loved STDs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa. Um... So then Marco and Craig bring Jimmy back to the hospital mm-hmm. where his dad is there waiting for him and he's pissed. Jermaine is pissed. Jermaine's like, I got a call from the nurse that you weren't here, man. But yeah, Jermaine is like, oh, you we were worried sick, what the fuck? Like and Jimmy's like and Jimmy's like, Dad, what I learned today out there is that I'm ready to come home. Like <laughs> I was able to make my way through a Kit Elric concert. I didn't think I could, but I did. I bowed with the bow and the bang to bang. Diggy diggy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That Thank was a good you. one. Um, and finally, Jermaine gets it. And he's like. Diggy diggy. <laughs> He's like, we can we can get a nurse. We can bring you home while the the house is still being worked on and we can make this work. And Jimmy's like, hell yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. so then uh, after opening night, Emma's at home and she comes downstairs and Spike and Snake are like, oh, God, our little star. Like, oh, my God, you're so you were so good in the play. Like, we're not worried about you at all anymore. Look, <laughs> Emma's back. Nothing's wrong anymore. If, right. If there was nothing wrong with me every time I absolutely slayed on stage, I would not be depressed. <laughs> I I slay on stage in a bad mental state often. Um, just saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. And on stage success and off stage mental health don't usually go together. Honestly. They really don't. Well, I think they have a different uh, co- correlation. I think the worse I am mentally, the better I am on stage. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. I think you're great on stage all the time and sometimes you're okay off stage and sometimes you're not okay off stage. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> it is categorically true that the biggest stars often have the worst problems. So true. Yep. Uh, and so then... Yeah, they're they're saying all these things to talk her up, but clearly Emma is wrought with guilt. <laughs> and she finally is like, I wanted to see, seem perfect to you guys. And then after the shooting, I wanted to seem brave and perfect. And Spike is like, you don't have to be brave and perfect. You just have to be you, which oh, mm. that made me, that did a thing to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you okay? Heart attack? <laughs> I uh, Dr. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me call the receptionist. <laughs> um, and and she's like, you just have to be you. And Emma goes, and Emma makes her little crying face, which is, I thought she just had this crying face when she had braces because her little lips go like all the way out. <laughs> but no, that was just, that's just Miriam's little crying face. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, what if I don't like myself very much right now? And they're like, what? What's wrong? And Emma looks at Spike and she's like, can you take me to the clinic? And Spike's like, oh, what's wrong? And Snake looks at Emma and he's like, well, something's going around at school. But Emma, I, I, you, you shouldn't be worried if you don't have <laughs> he to says, be. It's only affecting a specific group of people. Yeah. And I don't think you have to be worried. And then Emma goes, I have to be. <laughs> <laughs> I've never realized how funny that line is. It really is. It's only affecting a certain group. Like, I don't it's think you have. Funny, it's only affecting sluts. You don't have to yeah. be worried. 
about that, right? And she's like, well, dad, I suck dick. I suck dick. And he's like, and I like it. <laughs> and like, imagine being a dad of somebody who sucks dick. You, well, you learn that there's a gonorrhea. <laughs> no outbreak. girls, no gays for me. <laughs> you learn that there's a gonorrhea outbreak at the school. Uh, and then your kid comes home with a sore throat. Yeah. And is like, I have to go to the clinic. It's not even just your kid has gonorrhea. It's your kid has gonorrhea of the throat. You yeah. know they've been sucking dick and cock. And also your kid is like possibly the cause of the outbreak. Like your kid is like, you're like, oh shit, she's the reason there's a doctor at school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's been kissing randos in the hallway. Mm-hmm. She's been spreading it. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor Snake. <laughs> mm-hmm. But of course, Snake and Spike are very good parents and they don't ask any questions. No, and Spike takes her in her arms mm-hmm. and holds her and Snake kind of keeps her at arm's distance (laughs) touches her shoulder and does not want to get near those tears (laughs) because you never know what's in those tears gonorrhea (laughs) and then we freeze frame and that's the end of the episode (laughs) freeze frame on the gonorrhea dripping down her face yeah um (laughs) so yeah that's the episode how'd you like it honestly right afterwards Mm -hmm. i was like oh no Mm-hmm. but talking about it was really fun talking about <laughs> it was very fun yeah so it's grown on me mm-hmm. yeah i yeah. agree i i love this episode i you know re-watching these episodes with from with more of a writer's lens mm-hmm. i think this episode these two episodes are structured really nicely yeah, um i, right. I love the way that they're telling the story in these two episodes i do i think i prefer two separate b-plots oh, really? in a two-part episode just because I like having more characters to talk that about makes sense. And, and more characters kind of, to see. Yeah. And it kind of like breaks it up in a nice way. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, it's, it, this is one of those two parters where it's like the main plot of the first episode is Emma going to the ravine and, you know, finding her way around that whole ordeal. This main plot of the second episode is Emma getting, uh, gonorrhea. Yeah. So they do feel like two very separated episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the, the the ramp up to the event and then the aftermath of the event yeah over two episodes yeah the event just kind of happens at the peak yeah for sure yeah um the event does happen at the peak <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um. yeah <laughs> talking about ejaculating yep <laughs> um and i like the b plots a lot i think the craig and ellie one i i do there's just something about that whole thing that really Craig always gets these like good plot lines where he gets to relate with other characters. Mm. Um, like remember when he was having a hard time with, after his dad died yeah, and ter- he got to talk to Terry mm-hmm. about her mom dying. I really, they saw the opportunity and they took it to be like, we've got these two extremely mentally ill kids and they share a person in common. Mm-hmm. We could, you know, have them, go through this together yeah and a few episodes ago when we were i think this was the the episode where craig um where craig's whole thing came up voices carry Mm -hmm. and you predicted that craig was going to like rehabilitate with jimmy yeah and i was like no he he does rehabilitate with somebody but I, and I didn't give you any more clues. Right, right. This was it. I thought, I don't know why I thought this happened next season. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, it's and I I I do really like it. I thought it was really sweet and a really simple little B plot. Like mm-hmm. it was boring though. I will Very give you boring. that. It was boring. Yeah. Um I don't And uh, look, we we rail, we rag on her all the time, but I do think part of the reason it was boring was because what Ashley was given to do in this episode was be a nag. Mhm. <sighs> that sucks. Yeah. And that's I kind mean, of the point of it. I get it. Like but like sh- I- I'm trying not to blame Ashley for this. I feel like it's the 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 position she was put in by the writers. Well, but like also, I don't yeah. think I you like you think that the writers are treating her like she's his only which there are parts of his illness where it's like Ashley shouldn't have to take this on. Yeah. Um, but I also think what's happening to her in this specific episode is something that I could see happening to a teenager for sure. So I can see it happening to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I get it. I get it. I just mean like the B plot was a lot of like, Hey, deal with your shit. Mm -hmm. Hey, deal with your shit. Hey, deal with your shit. And not a lot of like things happening. Sure. Sure. I get it. I get it. It is. Yeah. There's not like, yeah, you're right. Not a lot happens. If if Craig and Ellie actually like struck up an actual friendship, it might be that would have been much more interesting. Yeah, it might be more interesting. Rather, it was more of a device for Craig and Ashley to talk through this new dynamic of their relationship and yeah. how it shouldn't be this. Yeah, um, which again, I said this earlier, but that could be two scenes. Yeah, like that doesn't need to be the whole B plot. The whole B plot. I like what you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, them ha- striking up a real friendship would have been more interesting. Like if he. Uh, obviously Ashley and and uh Ellie have a friendship but mm-hmm. like if out of nowhere no Ellie involvement Ashley was like hey I heard about this group and he goes and Ellie's there and they become friends yeah much more interesting that would be interesting that would be way more interesting you're right um and then the B plot of the second episode is fun yeah remember we, we literally said I think last episode you were like where there's no more like fun little antics. Yeah. Well, we got a fun little antic. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it it was over the top stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sometimes you ask for something sweet and they like <laughs> pump your veins full of sugar. It's yeah. Like that, where I'm like, oh, this was, this was too much. You're like, oh, I wish I hadn't asked for this. No, it's just, <laughs> and it might just be being fixated on what I used to have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like the way that it worked with JT and Toby was so fun and good, and this is like. We're reaching for that. We're reaching for that. We're reaching for that. So because these characters were not JT and Toby, you didn't like it. So that I maybe that's what (laughs) I'm saying, but I don't think so. I think what it is, is those actors are earnest in that. Mm -hmm. And Marco, sorry, Marco can't act. And uh, Craig is like, Craig is a good actor. Craig Mm -hmm. is a very good actor. But what he's being asked to do there is so over the top that it was like, yeah, uh, yeah, just saccharin. Okay. Sorry. Well, okay. You're just you're uh, surprising me a lot with this episode. Yeah. Did you at least like the a plot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was I was so certain you weren't gonna care about the a plot, and then the that this b plot was gonna. The a plot ended up being ma- way more funny than I thought it was. Gonna yeah, be. it's very funny. It's very funny, <laughs> and it's not intended to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> and that's. You where gave me a social disease. That is so funny. Like <laughs> that the writers thought that was the way a human being would express yeah. this is so <laughs> hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, so what would you rate this episode? These two episodes, I guess. I'm uh 
I guess I'll go um, three and a half blowjob bracelets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's that's the prop. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I think I'll give this one. Mm, this is a, I think this is a pretty good one. I think this ticks a lot of boxes for me. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna give this one four out of five rank ass uh raw egg honey and lemon mm, drinks gross yeah <laughs> i'm surprised that i'm giving it a three and a half when we first came out of the episode when we were first done mm-hmm. i was like this is a one really yeah i really a- and talking through the a plot of this one made me appreciate it more because like there is a lot of good character growth mm-hmm. there is a lot of good writing happening and just because I I found the B plots to not work doesn't mean doesn't take away from that as much as it felt like it did in the immediate aftermath. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh where do you think this is gonna go for Emma, Jay, Jimmy, well, Greg I guess, Ellie? I guess Jay's getting dumped, so I already mm-hmm. know about that. Um I bet Emma and Jay do more of not yeah i guess yeah i mean i think jay is gonna rot and die from gonorrhea because he's not gonna get it treated because he doesn't think it matters um i think emma probably doesn't hook up with him but they do have like a weird vibe for a bit Mm -hmm. where they like maybe date ish but don't hook up okay um yeah i don't think emma's gonna truly enter like a slut era i think she's gonna really snap back to being herself maybe she goes on like a anti-std crusade okay i could see that okay uh, or like a not a uh, or like a condom she like passes out condoms a safe to everyone. sex yeah safe sex thing. yeah yeah uh or maybe she gets full abstinence <laughs> she mm. goes fully on the abstinence train no, we must remember that. emma is pro-life can- canonically right, right. <laughs> i don't think that's true anymore but <laughs> i don't know from i feel like manny is gonna try to relate to emma but Emma was pretty mean to her. Yeah, she was. They uh, fi- when they fight, it's bad. I think that they, that's just water under the bridge, though. I don't think mm-hmm. that comes up again. Um, Alex and Emma become mortal enemies. Mm-hmm. They've already been pretty much enemies. Yeah, but like, I think Alex makes an attempt on her life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we focus a lot on Jimmy in the next episode or two, I bet. Okay. Uh, and his transition to being back at home and back at school. Jimmy's going to finally deal with Hazel and Spinhead not coming to visit. Okay. Hazel was visiting. Okay, show me. <laughs> <laughs> Pixar didn't happen. Okay, okay. Okay, we've had so many two-parters this season. We don't have another two-parter till the end of the of the season. Thank God. This <laughs> is so long. But that means we still have one, two, three, four, five, six episodes to go till the end oh of the season. God. Which actually, that's a short that's amount. For that's us to be bad. getting to season five before like April of this year, that's a we're win. We're doing a good job. Yeah, yeah. we're doing a good job. Um, so season, season f- the next episode. Season four, episode 16 is called Eye of the Tiger. It is not, that title does not <laughs> go with. So Rocky doesn't come to Degrassi? No, unfortunately. What? I mean, I, okay, it's called Eye of the Tiger and our main character in it is Jimmy. 
oh, okay, so it is Jimmy dealing with going back to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually discovers that he's allowed to do wheelchair boxing, mm-hmm. which is actually, like, you think what that means is punching people while in a wheelchair. What it actually means is standing stationary and hitting people with wheelchairs. Okay. Um, and he's really good at it. Yeah. But he has to face this Russian dude, Ivan Drago. <laughs> okay. And Ivan Drago, like, Ivan Drago fucks, like, he's really good at boxing but what we ultimately find out is the reason that he's better than jimmy and that he beats jimmy in the championship is he has an even bigger dick okay (laughs) um you have any other thoughts of what that could be um i think it is jimmy dealing with being back in school and not being able to be an athlete okay yeah and i will give you that the b plot is a jt plot (gasps) oh okay um it's got to be the play do you want a hint yeah i'll give you another character okay it's unfortunately not toby oh i know we don't see him where's he fucking been i think toby might have died (laughs) i know we didn't see it happen but did toby die in the shooting no he was at he was at ashley's dad's wedding oh yeah craig killed him at the wedding (laughs) (laughs) he was under that table craig fell on (laughs) I'm just imagining that like a cartoon. Like <laughs> Craig leaves. <laughs> Toby's just like squished under the table. Three fingers out. Mm-hmm. Um, they take the table off. Toby reinflates. <laughs> He's um, like, whoa, what happened? Uh, the For other character. Reason, Robin Williams voice. Whoa, whoa, what happened? The other character involved in JT's B plot is Danny. Danny. Okay. Um, I guess maybe we finally get to see what we've all been waiting for. The true adventures of Van Helsing and his little guy. <laughs> I I take that as a serious con- contribution. Uh, <laughs> based on this episode, these two episodes, season four, episodes 14 and 15, Secret. Are you a Degrassi fan? This was a roller coaster of an episode. So I'm- it was a roller coaster for me as well, because I, I just... And, and the whole time we were watching it, I was like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. And then talking about it, I was like, wait a minute. I have a lot of opinions and thoughts. Maybe I do like this. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a wash as far as moving me more towards being a fan. Okay. But I am surprised that it's not a full tank. Okay. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Do you have any uh, questions for me? Yeah. Um, having to deal with me making lewd jokes about your favorite characters mm-hmm. for an hour and a half now and mm-hmm. doing a lot of random voices and also being cooped up with me for three days because of the rain mm-hmm. sleeping on an air mattress do you still love me does van helsing love his little guy <laughs> i think so <laughs> <laughs> then yes all right, <laughs> we have to go eat our uh, sticky rice and mangoes. Oh, yeah, we have mango sticky rice. Yeah, uh, for dessert. And it's green. And it's green. What Last the fuck? time it was blue. Last time it was blue from a different place, granted. Mm-hmm. But what is up? Why are we coloring our sticky rice? Um, yeah, I don't even see colored rice. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so where can the people find you on social media? I am at Ezra Partier on Instagram. That's the best place to find me. My group, uh, uh, the Public Breakup, does sketch comedy. Uh, we've got a show coming up in March we're pretty excited about. I'm writing stuff for it right now. It's pretty uh, solid. <laughs> no, it's not like you're gonna say dumb. It's it is pretty dumb. <laughs> you read one, um, and uh, the Daily Misinformer is everywhere at Daily Misinformer on all the things. Also, a couple shows left at UCB for Headbutt. Hopefully, we get to stick around for another year, but we don't know yet. So, if you want to get a chance to check that improv out, uh, hit me up. I will get you tickets. Cool. Um, you can follow me at OMG It's Key. That's on TikTok and Instagram. You can follow the podcast at Cuckoo Bananas Podcast on Instagram, or you can email us at Podcast at gmail.com. All right. Uh, I think next week we'll have a character analysis for you. Not sure. We'll see. We'll just go on, go on with the flow, whatever the storm brings us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if I can get with Daniel, we will do a character analysis and I will let Ezra take a breather from these two part episodes. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. All right. I do need to miss next episode. I have to go to the clinic. <laughs> you have something you need to tell me? I need a ride. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> your partner has an STD, but you have to give them a ride to the <laughs> clinic. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you guys for listening. Bye-bye. Good night. <laughs>